Okay, Bill, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I know you're a busy guy, and I appreciate you sharing uh, pearls of wisdom. So maybe <laughs> let you do your uh, background story and origin story. Um, you know, who are you and what do you do? Well, uh, my name is Bill Dempsey. I'm the president of Recycling Perks, and we launched this company back in uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kicked off with the city of Chesapeake. Um, the recycling business isn't something that... Um, uh, I started out in college with or anything else like that. Uh, I came to Hampton Roads. I had worked for uh, Radio Disney for a few years. Uh, Radio Disney had brought me here where I was in Charlotte. I worked in the NBA uh, for five years. Uh, no way. Had the opportunity to work with Michael Jordan when he bought the franchise back. Get out of here. Uh, yep. What was right. that experience like? Uh, it was great. You know, um, we were a new start com team. Uh, they came to Charlotte in 2004. Uh, you know, it was it was amazing to see a building go from nothing to the arena that it is today. Wow. Uh, and then, um, you know, initially the team was owned by Bob Johnson, who was the first African-American sports owner. So that was really neat uh, to be part of something that was that monumental. Um, and you're like, wow, how could we top this? And then Michael Jordan buys the team a few years later uh, <laughs> and in walks the greatest basketball player that ever lived. So, uh, to, you know, to see him around the building every now and then, to have him at your Christmas party, uh, and just to work uh, alongside somebody like that was uh, was pretty impressive. That's super um, cool. Yeah, so so I, you know it was great. I had uh, three young kids at the time, so being able to see them go to games, participate in certain things, and then having the opportunity to come work for Radio Disney in Virginia Beach uh, was neat because it just kind of followed the progression of of, uh, of my kids growing up. Uh, and then uh, the opportunity came to uh, work with a partner that I had worked with on, on some environmental initiatives that we did with Radio Disney with TFC Recycling. We then had an opportunity to uh, get together and, 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 and really try to launch a company that would impact uh, the environment, impact cities, impact other waste haulers around the country. So where we could uh, increase the amount of recycling that was taking place and, and also more importantly really begin to educate people on how to recycle right. Um, what to put in the containers so those containers can be serviced and that material can then be processed and sold uh, and reused again. So that's how we came here. Uh, we that. launched, yeah, launched in Chesapeake in 2010. We're now in, uh, you know, over 18 communities across the country. You know, and we service uh, close to a million households have an opportunity to participate in our partners, in our, in our, in our program. That's amazing. And there's a lot to unpack there. So I'm going to start 2010. <laughs> sure. Um, what is it like in 2010 when you're starting up? What is the uh, what is the landscape? How big is the team? Who's doing what on the team? It was me uh, and one other person. And what's interesting is anytime, as you know, you're starting a business, you, you walk into a conference room and then there's a whiteboard. And that whiteboard could look pretty daunting because there's nothing on it. There's nothing on it. Uh, <laughs> so what are we going to look like? What are we going to develop? How is it going to uh, how is it going to grow? Who who is going to be our target audience? And, you know, and, and and there were some other companies out there that were doing things similar to what we do, but we wanted to just be a little bit different. We felt that we could create a better mousetrap, and with that, we went out and and, and developed a model that was going to be local first. So a lot of the partnerships that we have in all the communities, a majority of those businesses that come on that reward our residents are all local. 
So those people um, come on board, they'll provide a, a, a reward, whether it's $10 off, a, a free pizza, a free oil change, whatever that may be. Uh, and then people have the opportunity to redeem those rewards as their house is serviced. So they get points every week and they get to go into their account on RecyclingPerks.com, view how many points that they have, and then they have the ability to shop uh, different deals. Love it. And, and, that's, and that's really how it started. And then where you start is never where you end. So we continue over these past nine years, uh, nine years plus, to kind of morph uh, into some different things. New web design, different redemption opportunities, technology has changed to the point where, you know, it's no longer a print at home program, it's a redeem on your phone program. Uh, it's a responsive design, whether it be your iPhone, your cell phone, your tablet, whatever that may be, you have the ability to use our program. And the business model is, you're selling services, recycling services to the municipalities. Those is that the end customer? Sure. What we what we do, we don't really sell the recycling services. What we what we sell is essentially a program that comes into a city or a town, and we either partner with a municipality or the waste hauler that will be doing the collecting and providing those services. And what our goal is. Uh, initially, cities wanted tonnage, tonnage, tonnage. Right? They wanted to get as much material away from their waste stream and into the recycling stream because there was a cost differentiator there. So the, the less trash you have, uh, the more profitable uh, your waste business would be due to the fact that recycling would cost less to process. So then it switched from tonnage to, okay, we need to recycle right. So what our program essentially does is, is, is educates households, businesses, uh, and residents on what to recycle, how to recycle it, what container it goes in, so the processing piece can be more efficient. It can have a cleaner end material, which has more value to cities and haulers. And this is a fun conversation because you know there's so many similarities between kind of what's happening on you all's end and our end. Um, I'm I'm interested in the waste hauling aspect. Is that something done in-house or do you find ways to contract it out? And if you do contract it out, what's the process like for kind of procuring that? Yeah, so, so we, we started out as, a, as an incubator, really, working inside of TFC Recycling. Because mm -hmm. for somebody like myself who wasn't in the recycling business, I would think I have the greatest idea and run right in and say, hey, I, I found this great idea. What about this? And having the ability to work within a waste hauler's you know, atmosphere. They would say, yeah, that would be a great idea, but you got to do this, 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 and this. And you're like, okay, so maybe it wasn't that great of an idea. <laughs> so what we typically do is, is what will happen is cities and towns will put out an RFP, uh, request for proposal, uh, to have somebody manage their trash and recycling. We will then partner with those particular uh, waste haulers, and we will then uh, go into a city and, 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 and bid that with them. And we'll be that educational piece that goes along with that. So we'll be included in some of those bids. Uh, we started a great partnership uh, just about two years ago with Waste Connections uh, out, of, uh, out of Texas. Uh, they're the third largest waste hauler in the country. We're really excited about that opportunity because they have such a large footprint, not only here in North America, but in Canada. So we're working on some different programs to bring to them so we can continue, one, to educate people, make sure that they're doing the right thing, but more importantly, provide another service uh, to that waste hauler so they can do their job uh, a lot better and service the communities that, that they're um, partnered with uh, to do the right thing. 
And how's the team kind of set up? Like, who's working with the waste haulers and the RFP process? Who's kind of, you know, doing, I don't know, financial? The heavy lifting, yeah, the heavy, heavy lifting. Yeah, how, sure. Like, yeah. How many people are on the team, give, a, give or take, and kind of like, what's the, what's the makeup? Is it mainly people that are recycling and, you know, have that kind of skill set? Or is it... Uh, you know something else. How to, well, how to structure? Well, what we love about our company is that we're we're, we're very um, streamlined, and we're we're we don't want to have a lot of waste, right? So we don't have a brick and mortar building that we utilize. So everybody who works on our team, and, and we have about fifteen members uh, in our company, uh, is all, are all remote because we're in all parts of the country. And when we partner with a specific waste hauler or municipality we generally have somebody in that market who will become that contact person. So they do events, they go out and they get businesses to come on board and be that reward partner. Uh, they'll make sure that we have a contact with the city so we're communicating um, for the most part on a, on a monthly basis as to how our program is doing, who is signing up, what rewards are they redeeming, how much money people are saving by utilizing our program, and at the end of the day, what kind of impact that we're having on that. So. Everybody in our program, really, I wouldn't say that, you know, it's, it's not necessarily one person is the sales, one person is the it. finance. Everybody's pretty much hands-on. So if you're in a local market uh, like Jamaica for us here in, in, in Norfolk and Hampton Roads, she, she does it all from education to outreach to meeting with the cities to communicating how well we're doing. Um, and then we then take all of that information and disseminate that across uh, all the other markets that we're in and say, what are we doing great here? How can we do it better? So we make sure that we meet uh, on a weekly basis with all of our team members and all the cities that we partner with. It's either monthly or quarterly so we can make sure that we're doing what we say we're going to do. And we're not looking back six months saying, oh, yeah, we forgot to do that. And, and you mentioned TFC. How is kind of as a – because you're a subsidiary, correct? correct. Like how, do, how is the – you know, division of that versus is it integrated? Are, no, are I mean, with, with that, we, we started within TFC and, and we're now our, our, a solely owned company, company on the side of TFC. So we really started with that. TFC utilized uh, our program uh, to begin to develop deeper relationships and a cleaner stream in the markets that they serve here in Hampton Roads. So in terms of how do we deal with TFC or how do we... Um, work with TFC, we work with TFC the same way we do any other hauler or any other municipality. Interesting. Um, so we're there to educate, promote, uh, and drive awareness in terms of recycling. Here in Hampton Roads, in, in Virginia, TFC is the largest independent, uh, independently owned recycling company um, in Virginia. So they manage, you know, quite a few households here uh, between you know, the Outer Banks all the way up uh, through Richmond and, and, and Northern Virginia. And, and one of the things that we, we get to learn from them is that we are here, we really have a good understanding of how things are processed. We get to see a processing plant, uh, materials recovery facility. Um, so we get to see how well our work is doing based on how well the product is that comes out of their facility. And you speak about education and awareness. <clears throat> I'm curious to know what type of education and awareness you find that works best when it comes to recycling. Are you on panels every week or are <laughs> you, you know, I, I see you all in the community. Um, you know, you bring up Jamaica. I see Jamaica at different events. You sure. know, we've been kind of uh, neighbors. Um, maybe 
you know, paint a picture of uh, what does the marketing mix look like for you? How do you get the word out? A lot of a lot of what we do uh, is is internet driven. Uh, we do a lot of Facebook and posts. You know, we we do a lot of newsletters uh, to the users that are on our website in those particular communities. And I think what's most important about what we do and, and why it's important for us to have that person in that particular market wherever we may be, whether it's in Denver, Colorado, or Florida, or here in Virginia, we want to make sure that we have an understanding of as, as what the market needs are. So from an educational standpoint, not all cities recycle the same product. So we have to make sure that we are communicating with those particular users in those markets that, hey, this plastic is accepted, this one isn't. Or did you know that your program doesn't accept glass? Not every, not every city accepts glass. So being able to communicate to those um, residents in those particular cities is important. And we get that information directly from those markets. Now, as it relates to the, the environment of recycling, whether it's nationally here in the US or worldwide, that's been, over the last three to four years, quite an evolving door, uh, revolving door. You know, with China uh, coming out and stating that they don't want to take uh, a lot of our material due to the fact that there was a lot of contamination. That's why our educational approach has really been ramped up over the past five years because we need to make sure that people are recycling right. So when they do ship things overseas so they can turn that into products and boxes and so forth, that they are not rejecting any particular um, loads of material that come over there. They don't want any contamination whatsoever. So we want to make sure that we're doing our job here uh, so haulers and cities can process that material. What type of self-education do you take? Do you go to, con are there, I bet you have like the best conference list that I can think of. <laughs> we have, we, we, we participate in a lot of conferences and one that is coming up here in May is the Waste Expo. Hmm. And that will take place is that here in town. Or no, that that'll take place in uh, New Orleans. Okay, and that'll be in May. Huh. And my first conference that I went to, I was completely uh, blown away by what goes on there. It is the largest waste walk conference in the it. world. So, so you walk into depending where it is. Uh, you know, it, it could be in Las Vegas or in New Orleans, and. Um, it's it's hard to explain so because it's just it, probably a million it, it literally is if you've ever been to a convention center that is oh, yeah. takes up like five or six blocks mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is i mean be prepared to walk uh, what I find interesting is is you'll be companies like yourself that promote these products that they have, uh, and then you'll have Caterpillar that will have literally the largest bulldozers you've ever seen in your life that manages landfills. Mm. So you've got everything from somebody like yourself who's selling fanny packs to you know million dollar equipment that is being used to process material, whether it is that Caterpillar dump truck or it is uh, a new truck that comes out that will service the households, you know, the technology advancements that are taking place from route software to RFID technology to telematics to um, identifying when specifically a truck stops in front of your house, when it was picked up, was that material tainted, was it not? Uh, so the industry itself over the last nine years has really evolved um, and it was really the last industry to kind of implement technology. So you're now starting to see a lot of technology come into play uh, in this. But, but, but the event itself, I would highly recommend uh, that you go to because it is certainly, uh, 
it's, it's unexplainable until yeah. you go. No, that's, that's super helpful. Um, what are you most proud of in your career, Bill? <laughs> it's funny. I get that question a little bit uh, when we do some of these interviews or we go on some panels. And I think the most thing that I'm proud of is that we started out with absolutely nothing, right? Meaning we had an idea and we've now uh, turned that idea into a viable business that employs 15 plus people and we're in almost you know, 18 to 20 communities. We've partnered with uh, some very good municipalities. We've partnered with some great uh, waste haulers and I think that we're really poised um, to, to, to move forward uh, in the next 10 years. You know, we, we, we usually have two times a year where we pull all of our um, employees and people that work with us, we, we get together for, for a team meeting. And the last time we did this was in Denver, Colorado, and we had a team meeting and we, 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 we got to know everybody a little bit more because you're not working with everybody on a daily basis. We do do a lot of Google Hangouts. But it, was, it, it, it struck me because I, I sat there and I looked around the room and, and everybody who, who, who's in there has, has been there for a long time. So we don't have a lot of turnover. And for me to be reflective and sit back and say, wow, you know, we've gone from nobody to me and a boardroom and a couple of the people to now here we stand with all of these people here who you know not only are um, working with our company and doing great things but we've built something to where they like what they do hopefully they like me um, but more importantly they're providing for their families and you know they're making money and enjoying what they do so uh, that to me is the most rewarding piece Congratulations on that. And um, what are you most excited for in this new year? What are you looking forward to? Well, I think this new year, you know, uh, as we've as we've kind of reflect on where we were and where we've been, and, and as I mentioned, the new technology is there. And, and really, it, it for me, you know, I told you my background was in partnerships and developing partnerships and, and, and solving problems, really. It was corporate partnerships, how can I put this company together with this company and develop something that, it, that, that achieves a goal and objective for both. And I think that as we move forward, we've got some things in the pipeline that I think is really going to revolutionize or, 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 or be revolutionary in terms of how people are rewarded and how people are going to be um, rewarded for doing the right thing and, 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 and being educated on what I should do. And I think the next generation or the next wave, as you've seen through your beautiful store here, Thank you. that, that, that people are getting it. You know, people are making better choices. People are looking to buy sustainable products. Um, and, and to me, I think that that's going to be like the perfect storm. So here we have this, this educational platform that we're rolling out that we believe is going to make a great difference. And people are hearing what we're saying and they're going to turn that into going to places like this and buying reusable products we'll take it yeah man well um where can the listeners follow you and where can they connect with you again our goal um we have a i wouldn't say limited but we our footprint is is based on the partnerships that we have so if you're living in hampton roads you know the best place to get us and the most information is you go to recyclingperks.com uh, you can also go to Facebook and look us up, Recycling Perks, uh, on Facebook. You know, the other piece for, for businesses and companies or municipalities or waste haulers that are looking to do something, you know, we launched Recycling Perks in, in, in 2010. 
in, in last year, we, we sort of rebranded because the Recycling Perks piece is really user-driven. So when you go to the Recycling Perks website, you see what cities we're in, how to earn points, how to shop rewards. You get some information on how to recycle right and so forth. So what we really needed to do was showcase all of the things that we do within the Recycling Perks program. So we created a company called Verde Outreach, which is obviously Spanish for green outreach. And in that website, Verde Outreach, you can see all of the services that we provide. So we not only provide the Recycling Perks program that rewards people for the recycling efforts, there's education that goes along with it, there's green media that we help develop, promote, and place for municipalities and haulers. You know, not all of these municipalities and haulers have a marketing department that can create content that educates people to drive people to have better habits. We provide that as well. So there's really a, a library uh, of services that we provide that you could go in and say, well, I don't necessarily need education or outreach, but I would love to reward people. Or, you know, we don't really have a creative department, and I would really love to get a better understanding of what can we do and what can we provide. You know, so a lot of the things that we do from a marketing perspective can be utilized across multiple um, municipalities. Fantastic. This has been great. Thank you again for your time. Thanks for having me anytime. Appreciate it.